The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. First and foremost, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to our studio in Cork, Mary McCarthy. She's director of the Crawford Art Gallery here in the city. Mary, you're very, very welcome, and it's good to see you. You had a bit of an incident last night, an unexpected incident uh, in the art gallery. What happened? We did, and as you said, last night was a busy night in the city with that big game down at Park Keefe, and we also had the opening of the Cork International Film Festival in the gallery. But yes, at 4.30 uh, yesterday evening, we became aware that somebody was in our upper gallery, second floor gallery, looking at a drawing show and very quickly it became apparent to us they threw some soup at one of our artworks. Thankfully, that artwork was glazed, so it was protected. So I'd say at the outset, the work is safe and our staff are safe. But then we called Gardaí and the person has been detained and is now charged. So what was the artwork? The artwork was a beautiful anatomical or is a beautiful anatomical study uh, by Atkinson. So it's a work that's over about 120 years old and it's part of a big show that we're exploring about drawing at the moment. So it was a drawing of a a skeleton, essentially. Okay, Uh, this sounds like a silly question. What type of soup was thrown at it? Well, it was definitely vegetable, I can tell you. Okay, so vegetable soup was thrown at it. Do you know why it was thrown? Did the person who threw it you know, glue themselves then subsequently to the wall. We've seen this in other art galleries. I suppose the person's kind of actions were similar with kind of some of the movements we've seen internationally and just as recently as a few hours ago there was another incident in Oslo. But we are not aware of them operating with anybody else. We're not aware of them having filmed it or putting that footage out and they certainly didn't say anything but obviously the police will take up that investigation separately. But I suppose all the actions would be sort of in line with similar mm. kind of trends internationally. Yeah, and these are these climate change protests and uh, it's Edvard Munch's The Scream, I think, in Oslo That's in right. just the last couple of hours. That's a, right. a, a similar thing happened. But in that case, it was filmed and it's getting a bit more notoriety because of it. Um I mean, I'm sure some of the staff must have been a bit shook up having dealt with it, were they? Yeah, I suppose like we're, as a gallery, like we're very much like a public space, as you know. We're open to the public, we're free, we're supported by government, kind of. I suppose our job is to kind of uh, collect artworks, preserve them for the public and display them. So we see ourselves very much as a public space. So our staff are not uh, trained guards. So we were kind of, you know, you'd be on the lookout for this kind of behaviour and we're very vigilant about who comes into the gallery and what have they got on them. Uh, we don't really allow people with large bags into the galleries. We make them put their bags in kind of storage and locker rooms. So I suppose you're always aware and because of the international trends, we've been more aware of this kind of behaviour, but you're always hoping it doesn't happen to you. And I suppose the important thing about this is we are a public place. We have a big mandate for diverse audiences. So we're absolutely committed to kind of keeping the gallery open to the public. So we've got the work back on display this afternoon and the gallery is very busy. We're also grateful. We've had a huge amount of support from our national colleagues offering help. And the community here in Cork have been really, I suppose, grateful that we're open and offering a lot of support to the staff should they need it. But I have to say our staff handled it very well. Yeah. I mean, what's your own view on this tactic by climate change protesters? Given, Mm. you know, art and artistic expression has been used in its own way as a form of protest right throughout the ages. That's right. I suppose we would always see artists and museums as sites of radical activity, actually. Um, So I suppose that's what's a bit distressing to people like me who work in galleries, that we're being used as a platform for this kind of dissent, because I suppose we create lots of opportunities for socially engaged conversations. We've just finished a big uh, series of exhibitions on food and climate change in relation to food production. And I suppose we also kind of think that the people who carry this out very often are maybe not as aware of the fragility of the works. We're charged with like keeping these works uh, safe. They're fragile. It's very sustainable to keep artworks safe, actually, and to kind of keep them on display to the public. 
So I suppose the fragility of the artwork is something that would concern us. In this case, like all other cases globally, they targeted, um, I suppose, a framed uh, glasswork. So the work itself was protected from any material. So that's very important to us. But I suppose we also think that museums are sites of discourse. But I suppose we're saddened that the discourse comes to potentially acts of vandalism around state collection. And what will it mean for you into the future now in terms of security and what people are allowed to bring in. I assume if you know people are bringing in vegetable soup, they might be turned away at the door. But what I would you do? I suppose the person had this item concealed and it was very small. Like nobody's allowed to bring hot drinks into the gallery. So of course we reviewed everything this morning. What it did prove is our systems worked. So the work is safe and the staff are safe. And it was very ably handled by the Gardaí who were there within minutes. So I suppose our systems did work and we've been supported by government to have those systems in place. But we will be reviewing everything because globally we're seeing that potentially anybody running a public building that is like a public space have new kind of threats and new challenges to deal with every day actually. So we are looking at all of that, how we handle it. Mm. But we want to encourage people to come back in. These incidences are still rare, we would say. And most people really care for the artworks and considering this was a glazed work we're also kind of anticipating that the person who carried this out wasn't intending to actually harm the artwork. So what would you say to anybody listening to this who might be of a like mind to that protester last night? And look, as you say, we don't officially know yet why this was carried out but just for the sake of this conversation let's assume it was in keeping with all these other protests we have seen where soup has been thrown at art what would you say to somebody that's right so we don't know the motivations some, of this per- of this person but we certainly would say like please bear in mind that uh, I suppose artworks are part of our national cultural heritage uh, that they are fragile they're one off if these works get damaged we're actually uh, I suppose destroying part of our identity and part of our kind of European shared culture so we would ask people to be aware of how sensitive they are and also to be aware of the people who work in these spaces who, you know, are, I suppose, not not used to dealing with these new forms of kind of activism. Um, we see ourselves being open to the public. But as I said, these incidences are rare. So we would encourage we're back open seven days a week. Come in and enjoy the artwork. And it's looking very good this evening and is enjoying its new notoriety. All right. Uh, Mary McCarthy, director of the Crawford Art Gallery uh, here in uh, Cork. Meanwhile, in Dublin this afternoon, there were climate change protests happening. And much like other protests we have seen as well, particularly in the UK, uh, some of those taking part decided to stop traffic uh, on Molesworth Street, for example. They did so. Extinction Rebellion uh, we're there. Manuel Salazar is with Extinction Rebellion and he joins me now. Manuel, thanks a million for joining us uh, on the show. Uh, why were you out protesting today? Well, we were uh, protesting, obviously, because we are in COP27. It's a week where we highlight all the climate issues that happens around the world, but also here in the country. But we specifically were asking for, uh, you know, to look at the loss and damage, accountability and the financial commitments uh, to most affected people. And this is the people in the global south. Also, um, we are asking for Ireland a transition so they will be into the economy. Um, we are asking that Ireland exit the Energy Charger Treaty, which is uh, detrimental to the environment as well. Um, also, that Ireland signs to the fossil fuel fuels no proliferation treaty uh, we are asking for a mandatory climate education for all uh bureaucrats, basically educational institutions. Mm. We ask for implementation of 30% of marine protected areas that currently is just only between 1% and 2%, which is disgraceful as the lawyers in Europe. We are asking for a just transition on the plant-based diet as well. And 
Uh, we asked the government actually to permanently display a climate clock and on the landmarks of the buildings because uh, the message today was about to, uh, that we are running out of time in terms of addressing okay. climate change and, and we need actually to make people aware that we are in a climate crisis that okay. needs to be uh, addressed so, so, right now. So, so the, 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 the short version of it is that what the government plan to do is not nearly enough and you want the government to do an awful lot more. Correct. Uh, so it's, it's just uh, it's the lack of urgency, first of all. So the government has to address yeah. the nation and tell them how bad uh, the climate is. And also they are not doing enough. Uh, do you not think that people realise how bad the climate is? Uh, yeah, there's a huge uh, apathy here in Ireland in terms of uh, uh, climate change. Unfortunately, here in Ireland, we are we are very quiet in, in that sense, and Extinction Rebellion has done as much as we can to raise the the, mm. the you know the issues on climate change, Animal Rebellion as well. And today, we were joined by Oxfam, by uh, Animal Rebellion, by uh, the Treaty College students that organized this as well. Fridays yeah. for Future, we did a sit-in. It's the first time that Fridays for Future do a sit-in on the street, you know, challenging uh, you know, um, the government. Will you, will you do more, Manuel? Do you, can you see absolutely, yourself sitting on the street more often? Absolutely. From now on, we start scaling, scaling you know, activities uh, on the streets. And obviously, it's going to be non-violent because we are a non-violent uh, you know, movement. But we have to tackle climate change right okay. now. And uh, Manuel, what do you say to people, though, who might agree with your sentiments but disagree with your form of protest? Well, people can agree and disagree in the way we highlight issues, but the issue is not going away. We have to tackle climate change no matter what, and we don't have to wait until a natural disaster comes along and kills Irish people so for us to react. So that's, that, we need to be proactive and not to be mm. reactive in everything. And we I, have to I, try- I get that, but so, do, do, yeah. I, and I'm sorry to cut across you, but I just, I'm just conscious of people at home and who... They're exactly the person you described. They, they understand how severe this is because they hear it all the time. They are still apathetic about it. And then they're trying to get through Dublin, for example, and they can't get through because the streets are blocked. Like, in reality, are they going to say, God, you know what, maybe Manuel and the other lads, they're right and we need to do something? Or are they not more likely to say, aren't these lads just a pain in the backside? Well, um, first of all, in Ireland, it has been happened. So have you seen any road that has been blocked? And people know well, today, around. did you not just do it today? Yeah, and we, we work together with the Garda to the, divert, you know, the the, the, the traffic. So it, it, we are working together also with uh, with the authorities, you know, to help us, you know, to to block that that street. And there were Fridays for Future also involved on this. So, so we had to protect the kids as well. So you, let me remind you, you know, Ireland is different than the UK and other countries as well. We're a small country as well. So we're going to work more target, right? We're going to target the people mm. that we have to target. And in this case, uh, we are considering, obviously, to do disruptions because we have to scale, you know, this, uh, this situation, you know, or raise the issues out there. But, uh, but we want to do it in, in a way that is, is, is the Irish way, okay? And, and that could be disruptive. But also, we need to bring people along with us. And we know, we are aware of all of this. Can I just ask you, Manuel, before I let you go, uh, what, what what you make of the protesters who throw soup at paintings? Uh, do you mean abroad? Uh, I... uh, abroad, there was, there, there, there was a protest last night in the Crawford Art Gallery, but the person who threw the soup didn't well, necessarily let's, stay, let's, exactly. talk about what, the... they, what, what, what it was about. Let's, let's but... stick to the facts. First of all, we don't know why he did it. Right, so then uh, and and he no, did, but we no, yeah. but we know why it was done in Norway yeah. today. Uh, we know why it was done uh, in, in other art galleries as well previously. So I just I just asking what your opinion well, is. My, my Were opinion, protesters here to start so doing the, the likewise? Mes- the message is clear, right? So our mission is: what is most important, art or life? 
are you more worried about to protect, you know, a, a painting or protecting the environment and life? That's basically what it is. And every time this uh, action comes along, we always said it was protected, you know, on glass. Yeah. So then we we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. There is nobody, nobody gets, uh, you know, hurt over here. To, as a, the, the, the Are you lady. sure you know what you're doing? We just had a curator of an art gallery in who said, you don't really know what you're doing. Well, do we, you don't we, understand the we, fragility we, of the art. Well, are we talking about climate change today? Are we raising awareness about climate change? And uh, this action brings all this uh, and on, on, on air. It's, uh, our list, your listeners are listening right now, you know, a case that is shocking for everybody, but we have to bring the climate change uh, subject um, on, on air so when people know. The actions, well, the actions work. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, I suppose protest is meant to be disruptive and uh, it has got us talking about it, so I have to give you that. Uh, listen, we appreciate your time and I, and I have no doubt we'll talk again. Emmanuel Salazar is with Extinction Rebellion and he was part of the protest uh, today in Dublin City Centre that did uh, uh, temporarily uh, stop the traffic around Molesworth Street. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.